and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode... Following a terrible sandstorm, the pilgrims find a village where everyone has been killed by the evil Grey Gloves Devil, a magician with the power to hypnotise and control anyone who looks into his eyes. While Pigsy lags behind, the others break their journey at another village. A bitter old woman insists Tripitaka is her long-lost son. Meanwhile, Pigsy gets captured, and the Grey Gloves Devil looks for a new village to target. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast, with me your host, J.P. Hello and welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast. This week, episode 17, Truth and the Grey Gloves Devil. Reminder, as always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you have not seen the episode, go off and watch it, then come back and join us. Well, we meet the pilgrims. They are going through the Gobi Desert and across a terrible sandstorm. Sandy's... He's making complaints that he's thirsty and however they see there's a town up ahead enter it only to find all these dead bodies in the street what's going on here sandy finds a well so he can like he can quench his thirst right but just as he's about to drink one of the villagers says hey don't touch that that water has been poisoned by a grey gloves devil. That's a nice wee bit of alliteration. I never thought of that before. The grey gloves. Tripitaka, meanwhile, is like, he's just praying for the dead. Monkey, with the benefit of the cloud, has went and got fresh water from somewhere else who's came back. But Sandy, he's a bit gutsy. He's, he's doing the doing the work of Pigsy this week. He's went and drunk all the water. Monkey's asking questions around the village. And it turns out this grey gloves devil is actually a human. So he's not really a demon, he's just a, he's just a baddie, you know. He's got, this is the, the crux of this episode, he's got dark eyes which he uses to hypnotise people. So this is probably a little allegory on power of eyes. He casts a spell and they're surrounded by fire. Sandy, however, can use his magic and try and put the fire out. And Tripitaka's is like, oh, this devil guy's going to be giving us a headache here. They encounter an old woman. She's just been kicked out. I don't know if she's kicked out of the pub. Maybe she's been like a pest or something, I don't know. But the villagers didn't like her. They they think she's a witch. Turns out her son left her many years ago. That poor old lady thinks she's a witch. She put a curse on Chenlin's daughter because today's her wedding day. Yes, that's right. Chuck her off. Hey, you. 
Now, I don't know if it's just that natural thing where it's an old woman they want to protect, but the pilgrims are sort of more on her side. Like, stop leaving her alone, and she's she's old, she's feeble, and, you know, cut her, cut her some slack, basically. Maybe give her one more chance. So the villagers are no interested, but she says, okay. She thanks Tripitaga for standing up for her. Who, who are you? And he says, well, listen, I'm from China. Right. Uh, my name is Tripitaka and I'm on my way to India and she's like oh I, I think I know who you are my son yes I can see it's you it's you and he's like what how did I, I just told you right no, 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 that's, that's your job, but I think I know who you really are. You're my son, Su Feng. And she's overjoyed and she's boasting to the villagers, This is my son! This is my son! Like, Trippy Tack is like, she's half her head. Right, monkey, you know, what, what, how, do, how have we got in tow with this old battle The monkey's saying, right, listen, that's no your, it's no your son, that's Trippy Tack, that's my boss. But she's just not for hearing her. The, the villagers are lying. She's she's totally lost it. But yes, she's adamant. Ah, oh, Trippy Tucker, that's, that's, my, that's my boy. So now he's in a wee bit of a difficult position. Is, is he going to just say, aye, right enough, I'm your son? Or is he going to is he gonna say, tell the truth? Difficult, eh? I'm your son, mother. If you want it so very much, then you really are my mother. And Sandy and Monkey are just like looking at each other like, what? She's been causing so much anguish because her son left her and, you know, he's never came back. I kind of get the impression there's a wee bit of a, a suicide threat as well. She's sort of threatening to kill herself if Tripitaka denies that he's her son. So, like, that's kind of boxed him into a corner. Reluctantly says, yep, 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 I'm your son, yep. Yep. Total garbage. But the old woman is deliriously happy. Yes! And, And I suppose that's what he's doing it for. He's just saying that, basically just saying that to make her happy. So there's probably a little theme there about, you know... Are white lies, are they bad? If I can help her out of her bitterness this way, I think that it would be a Buddhist act. Just a minute. A Buddhist act? You can't beg that question with philosophers like us. It's making her happy. So, yeah, I don't know. So they they return to the village. Tripitaka says, okay, right, let's... Let's, let's just hold up here for a bit. But Sandy's pretty disappointed in Tripitaka because he's clearly looking up to this guy and saying it's just totally wrong to to be lying here. And he's he's using some of Buddha's lines against Tripitaka. So, you know, it's not like when you get the tennis ball coming back over the net and you think, oh, right, okay, you're using my own stuff against me. Monkey's chipping as well, saying, you know, Remember, we've got all that way to India to go. Oh, that old girl gets me angry. I'm going to tell her. No, you don't. You old bag. Chippitaka, this is your... At all. Right. 
talk to the hand, talk to the hand. We're, I'm not prepared to discuss it at the moment. We also do not have Pigsy, so we can't go anywhere anyway. So he's kind of stolen for time, really. Used to go out and try and find Pigsy, and then we'll, we'll work out what's going on. Pigsy, meanwhile, has met the, the Grey Glove Devil's bandits. He's captured monkeys flying around trying to find Pigsy. There is a pigsty nearby, so you can smell that. And Oh, hang on, there he is, who tells him that the Grey Glove's Devil, he was actually on his way to become a Buddhist priest back in the day, but he became a devil instead. Probably like it's uh, the dark side of the force. Right, so he he was going to be a Jedi, but he's he got in tow with like Darth Maul or someone like that. And now he's a Sith, and he's got these hypnotic powers where he can manipulate people with his eyes. So yeah, that's just where it is. He he started out expecting to be a good guy, but he's a bad guy. But the little subtext is. You couldn't find out anything concerning the Grey Gloves demon? Oh, he's no demon. He's a human, a sort of magician, sort of... Uh, well, Pigs is finding out. I see. You do? The whole reason he went away from home in the first place is he wanted to escape his witch of a mother. Now, I wonder who that could be. Monkey and Sandy are, like, basically have a little d- debate. Should they tell the old woman that her son is no Tripitaka, it's actually this Grey Gloves devil. Tripitaka is informed of this, but he, he's he's adamant she should never know the truth. I don't know, like, I mean, is that... I think he's kind of overstepped his mark a wee bit there, isn't he? Monkey's definitely wanting to tell the old woman the truth. And I know he knows Tripitaka doesn't want this, he's going to tell her anyway. So he does, he says, listen... I've got news for you. Your son is not Tripitaka. It's the Grey Gloves Devil. Who is the leader of these bandits that have been terrorising this area? Did you hear? Yes, I've heard of the Grey Gloves Demon. A wee bit of a slip-up, it has to be said, because although we normally meet demons in Monkey, if the actress had been looking at this script, she would have known it's the Grey Gloves Devil. There's a wee insight into just taking things for granted, eh? That's what you would call complacency. Oh, well, there you are. That's his name now. Your son is a little devil. Naturally, she doesn't believe him. So she's like, how dare you? I've already found my son. Right? And he's, he's said it as much as well. And she's, she's quite violent as well, right? She then starts hitting Monkey saying, how dare you say that? How dare you? And immediately grasses them up. Truth to Tripitaka. Do you know what Mungi said to me? That's probably a theme this week as well. Then. We never grass. Anyway, the, the bandits of the Grey Gloves Devil find the village where the pilgrims are, are staying. And he orders them to attack. Like, they've not really done anything to this Grey Gloves Devil. It's not really clear why he wants to attack them, but that's what happens every week. But normally there's something at stake, right? You know, either Tripitaka can do something, or they've got some uh, slaves set up, or they've got a financial reward or something, but 
doesn't really seem this grey corpse guy doesn't seem to have anything. He's just he just doesn't like them. And he hears the villagers and the villagers hear of this attack and they're panicking. So the old woman says, Listen, what you're gonna be under attack here. I'm not gonna be strong enough to to go with you. So maybe you can go without me. No, no, you can come. We've got monkey and monkey can carry you. So she's a she's a lump, right? Monkey's strong, right? But he's having a carrier. Killy code, right? And this goes on for a wee while, and then she finally breaks and says, "Actually, that trippy is no my son, is he?" And he's like, "No, I told you that ages ago, like halfway through the episode." But you just want to want to listen. Now she's sort of seeing it. Anyway, the pilgrims are escaping, but the they're being pursued by the grey gloves devil. And here we go. Right, well, it, it had to happen eventually. The Grey Gloves Devil captures Tripitaka and uses him as a hostage. There's nothing more evil than pointless murder. I shall kill the holy man. Tripitaka could be using a magic staff, couldn't it? Just to kind of bash people to stop getting captured all the time. It's like the plot device every week as, as he ends up in trouble. So, but anyway, he's captured him, he's got him as hostage, and he's using his magic to chain up Monkey. But just as he's about to kill Tripitaka, the old woman recognises him. It's you! Are you my son? I'm your mother. Now, first off, this guy denies it, right? This, uh, the grey gloves. He's like, no chance. Tries to have a spell on her, but it's... It's no working. Aren't you ashamed looting and killing? I never, I never brought you up to behave like that. You're madder than I am, you old crow. If I am, it's all your fault. <laughs> and she says, right, you've got a burn scar on your hand. I remember that from when you were a kid. You still have it? Oh, he does. It is. Oh, dear. And then beating him with a stick. How dare you? How dare you bring dishonour on the family name and all the rest of it? His spells are broken. Monkey's chains are gone. Pigsy's back. And he's like, oh, look. The mother and the son are now reconciled. Forgives you. You're saying you've come back to your mother, haven't you? Uh, I know you. I had a bad dream. Make it go away. Oh, so really it was much about nothing, that one. Enough of this nonsense. So what was the episode about? So themes this week. Well, a very, very clear one is... That of overbearing parents, or in this case, overbearing mothers. So yes, you can't really make an argument for the Grey Gloves Devil. Like, he's a villain. He's a bad guy. He's involved in crime. He's involved in mischief. There is no way that you can say, oh, it's a responsibility-free zone. It isn't. However, has he been perhaps driven that way because his mum's a nightmare? 
Like, she is a nightmare. Not only, like, determined to give Trippy Taka the the job as her son, because she, I want a son, right? That's it. Like, she's, what's the word? Clingy. So you can just imagine the Grey Gloves Devil when he was, like, a junior. This mother would have been all over everything he's doing and giving plus or minus marks as to what, what it was. Like, he must have been suffocated by that. No wonder he went bad. It actually made me think of... There was a British TV comedy series in the 80s called Sorry. And it was it starred like Ronnie Corbett. It wasn't very funny, to be honest. It's on YouTube if you want to go and have a look at it. But it was deeply sad. Because there's this sort of late middle-aged guy living at home with his mum and dad. But his mum's a nightmare. Really cutting his grass with women, making sure that he, he doesn't go out with his tie on. And like, like, utterly a nightmare. Now, that probably could have been funny for one episode, but they probably got about six or seven series out of it. But underlying this canned laughter, I always thought was a kind of an inner sadness that that situation can exist. That's what's happening with the Grey Gloves Devil. He's actually went to the extremes though. He's not just moving town. He's getting out of there and turning to evil. So he's probably went too far. And most times you would just maybe go to university or something, right? Or maybe you get a job in a different neighbouring district. <laughs> just thinking back to that Sorry. They had the same crappy line every week. Language, Timothy! That was his rather submissive dad complaining about gratuitous non-swearing by Ronnie Corbett. Because, I mean, it did go out in the early evening, right? So it couldn't be that bad. What would that be in Monkey? It would be language, pigsy! Anyway, I think the, the long and the short of it is can we really blame the Grey Gloves devil? Another thing I wondered about this week was, like, so this Grey Gloves devil, he's got he's got these powers that come out of his eyes. A wee bit like, you know, Cyclops from the X-Men. But the way it's kind of pictured is his power really comes from these this, this laser beam from his eyes because it, it hypnotises people, right? And I guess I've always kind of wondered that. Like, is hypnotism real? I wonder if that's what they're getting at here. Because, like, I can sort of see, you know, how there's there's hypnotherapists and things like that. And you sort of think, well, they're probably real. Because it's all about getting you into a mindset and a mind space of relaxation. So, so you probably think that that's right enough, Okay. Like, but what about those hypnotists that are on the stage? And there's people from the audience coming up and, like, dancing around and stuff like that. Like, if that's surely no real. Is it? No chance. Although, it's one of those things you sort of think, well, like, if they're plants, if the hypnotist is doing that, like, more than one night at the theatre, surely that would be given away if it's the same people that come up every night. 
or do they have like loads of just randoms that yeah. listen are you free this Tuesday because I need someone to come up on the stage and kid on that they're hypnotised oh I can't because I've got an early start on a Wednesday oh jeez I suppose the, the difficult thing with it is as well is even though you're sort of cynical it kind of makes you think I don't know if I'd want to put it to the test with me putting my hand up because, like, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, you might think, nah, absolutely, there's no chance. But there's not a 100% no chance. You'd be much happier if somebody else is doing it, eh? Hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe the Grey Gloves Devil's a bit of a charlatan and these laser beams aren't anything. But we're all thinking that they are. Maybe there's a bit of that in this message. Original transmission for this episode, UK, the 7th of November 1980, Japan, the 28th of the 1st, 1979, and Australia, the 1st of the 6th, 1981. What is truth when we lie to ourselves about so much and know so little? Pixie didn't really have anything to do in this episode and he's normally a wee bit of the star of the show. So maybe he needed a wee bit of a break. The whole thing just came down to does Trippy Taka tell lies to old women? And is it justifiable, I suppose, right? If he thinks it's a white lie, but yeah, I don't know. Truth's normally better out, isn't it? Anyway, that's probably it for this week. Join us next week for episode 18, the intriguingly entitled Land of the Locusts. Listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon, no doubt. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at... Monkey Magic Podcast at gmail.com. So we had uh, communication this week again from XJ. Thanks for the continued listening. He asks At the end of this week's episode, the Unicorn King eventually does get married to the woman who he has been chasing. However, as she has a son, little Chen, Do you think there's a chance that at the first 
moment of difficulty, he is going to be getting Chen saying, you're not my dad. Should he still marry her? Yeah, well, it's a it's a very good question, XJ. It's a very good question. Obviously, he's very keen on her, but they're sort of coming as a package, right? However, probably what the Unicorn King is thinking, little Chen is, he's under five. Now, as soon as he's going to five, which maybe he's only another year or so away, you can probably just send him off to boarding school, right? Under some pretense of it's good for his education. So, really, I'm looking out for little Chen. We'll see him in the holidays, right? If you valued the education of your son, you'd let him go to boarding school. Job done. That's clearly what it is, right? Nay bother at all. My name's JP. Thanks for listening.